Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Yes, whenever you hear those horns, you know what time it is. It is the panel. Wallace Chapman here. Now, due to snow, State Highway 94 will be closing at 4.30pm today. From Eastgate, Hollyford Road Junction to Westgate, Don River Bridge, uh, reopening uh, around 9am uh, tomorrow, Saturday 30 September. With the first up, speaking of which, today the official arrival of the El Nino weather pattern. And this Auckland sinkhole, we discussed that, discharging untreated wastewater uninterrupted for days. Public Health Northern Regional Medical Officer of Health joins the panel around uh, 10 past four today. And if you have something to do at a bar, say, listen to a band, does that reduce drinking? A study on that very question will tell you at 4.30pm today. Also, how you first met. We had a really great response when we talked about that a few days ago on the panel. So we thought we'd come back to it. And we have a special guest on this afternoon and uh, to tell how they first met. You can text me, 2101. You can email the panel at thepanel at rnz.co.nz. And with me today for their views, their opinions, private investigator and very successful businesswoman, Julia Hartley-Moore. Welcome to the show, Julia. Thank you very much, Wallace. Great to be here. Yes, great to have you on. Also today, uh, James Elliott, lawyer and English language teacher. Kia ora, James. Kia ora, Wallace. Kia ora, Julia. Yeah. And jumping into our Friday mailbag, as we all do now, George Stiliano, panellist uh, about oh, three days ago, said that she is um, unimpressed with the 2023 election campaign. Uh, she said she uh, is following blatantly, but she just is not inspired. And then came the responses, uniformly, almost, actually agreeing with her. Not all, but many. Um, Wallace, your guests' comments about the election being uninspired and outdated, so true. It all feels so bleak, and I honestly do not know who I'd vote for. Uh, Nick says, yeah, I'm a political junkie and I'm finding this campaign boring beyond comparison. I don't know if that's fair or unfair. Julia, how closely are you following this election campaign? Well, you know, I have been more, probably more so than others because I've always had a very strong view of which way I was going before. And now I kind of know where I'm not going, but I'm not sure where I am going. So you're looking closely exactly. to find the clues. Okay, so you are you are taking uh, note of it. What about you, James? I just feel I'm waking up another version of Groundhog Day where Winston's going to be the kingmaker again, <laughs> again, again, and again. So I'm in the I'm in the un, I'm glad to hear people aboard as well. I'm I'm in the unenthused camp uh, and finding it hard to get. You're not, you're not inspired by the fact that. Here you are living in a democracy, you know. It's 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 this is this, it should be happy days. It should be you should be thrilled at the chance. I mean, um, early voting opens Monday. Yes. So Run- you, you were one of the early voters. Well, I don't know Enthused. yet. <laughs> I, I don't know yet. Yeah, I, 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 interesting. A lot of people, the discussions tend to be quite short, and what I'm hearing from most people is, oh, time for a change. We all need a change. We've had enough of COVID. We've had enough of the weather. We've had enough of this. We need a change across the board. That seems to be the, right. the, the deepest thing I'm hearing. 
Okay, what else did we talk about? What what we talked about also was speed limits. Now, so National will go back to 100 for many of the roads where it is safe to do. So here's a couple of responses. Charles said, Hi from Christchurch. Delighted you've discussed speed limits. We have a classic difference of opinion on one of our roads, i.e. the Akaroa Highway. Many locals are upset by the 80k speed limit, maybe justified for them as they are used to the road with its deceptive bends. The problem is that the road is used by many recreational motorists. These people represent many fatalities. So what do we do? Are those deaths to be put down as collateral damage if the speed limit is increased? Richard says... Is consideration given to other factors, e.g. lower productivity or more time travelling, for example, 300 kilometres per hour at 100 k's, or sorry, 300 k's at 100 k's per hour takes three hours. 300 kilometres at 80 k's per hour takes three hours and 45 minutes. More time spent driving, more tiredness. Um, speed can be the easy scapegoat, is Richard's point of view. Run the panel on this. You first, James. Well, the, the I know these roads line from people. That's what we hear on the ads, isn't it? From the cop says, I know these roads too. So that doesn't seem to be much of a um, much of a plus, I would have thought. Julia? No, that's true because, look, I live on one of those roads where a lot of um, recreational people use them. I might know the road, right? And I've got a good car, but depending on your vehicle, depending. And but if you don't know the road, and I'm still, it's eighty where I am. It used to be a hundred. I'm okay with it being eighty. I feel better with it being eighty. To be fair, it's a dangerous road where we are. Is it? Yeah, I think it is a long road. It's a it's a dangerous road. Um, there's lots. Of, there's been lots and lots of shocking accidents on this road, uh-huh. and it'll all be speed related. And the lowering of um, the lowering of the speed limit in urban areas that down to thirty k's and some that's statistically already showing, isn't it, of reducing reducing it feels accidents. Feels very slow. Yeah. It does when you're doing it, but then you look at the stats. And go, yeah. We can't argue with that. Uh, and uh, this uh, kind of jumping topic is completely. We also had a bit of uh, response to this. Uh, as perhaps of all stories, really surprised me. Uh, astonished, actually, uh, the incredible news that Americans don't put butter on their sandwiches. Oh my god. Uh, they they <laughs> what, what do they do? I don't know. They put mayonnaise, but we had about three Americans up on the show. They said, I, I said, is this just is this just a folklore? Is this just myth? And they all uniformly said, no, it's not myth. We don't have butter. And maybe maybe other countries do, like England or New Zealand, but New- Australia- Americans do not have butter on their sandwiches. Pamela says, my mum's first job as a child was buttering stacks of bread in the Christchurch tea rooms for sandwiches. She married an American and later moved to the US to Dad's family's hotel. She volunteered to make sandwiches for a family gathering on one of her first days there, buttered a stack of bread, made sandwiches, and got a whole lot of strange looks. <laughs> butter, um, I never knew that. Butter is used for toast, but for sandwiches, it's mayonnaise or it's mustard. Oh. Uh, another one here. I mar- da- my daughter married a U.S. guy who lives in New York. She was told by him when she was making a sandwich for her three-year-old, you're crazy using butter on the bread all the time. <laughs> it is definitely, is It is definitely not a thing over there. Julia, could you forsake um, butter on a sandwich? Because I'll tell you something, I couldn't. Uh, I imagine you couldn't, Wallace. Um, I, uh, well, when I have avocado on toast, I don't have butter. If I have 
cream cheese and salmon, I don't have butter. But if I'm making a normal sandwich, yeah, I will have butter. And I have real butter. I don't have um, margarine or anything. I have butter, butter. I have to admit I have actually forsaken butter. My wife is English and she's directed me to buy Heinz sandwich spread. So when I make myself my sandwiches before I head off to language school in the morning, there's no butter, but there's Heinz sandwich spread. What on earth is sandwich spread? So it's got a slightly pickleish sort of flavour, slightly sort of spicy, slightly pickleish texture of cat vomit sort of thing. But that's what we we use instead of butter. I just follow instructions. I was just going to write that down until you said cat vomit. Sandwich (laughs) spread. No, see, the thing for me is that... Uh, butter is even with cream cheese, even with avocado, you've got to have butter because it gives it that consistency and it's palatable and it's got that lubrication, that 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 that, that spread that you can't emulate with any other spread. True, I think. Anyway, uh, and what else did we have? Okay, so Liam here, um, who was a panelist um, in his I've been thinking, said, um, since when? Have we become so entitled that workers are starting to ask for their birthday off? Uh, he said it's just um, a modern malaise, almost narcissistic, that um, workers these days sometimes get there or ask for their birthday off. Uh, John said Liam needs to get a life. Uh, another one here, Liam is really judgmental. What does it matter to him how people celebrate? Uh, seriously, you can't take your birthday off. Judge me all you want, but I'm happily feeling the love with my friends in Fano and no work worries. What happened to that guy? And another one here, birthdays, I worked offshore on an oil rig. If at work on birthday, all of the staff sang happy birthday, cooked at a birthday cake, and the boss would say, take it easy for your day, which usually meant not working that day. So quickly on the panel on this, uh, Julia... Is it entitled to ask for your birthday off? Well, considering I have a birthday month, um, I don't know. I don't. My my guys don't ask for their birthdays off. That's for sure. When I say my guys, you know, my investigators. Yep. So that's a no, James. Uh, you know, not really. I've got to say, I had a lovely observance of an anniversary in my language class today. One of my students is from Chile, and her boyfriend, who is back in Chile first anniversary of their relationship and he organised for one of the other students to bring a, a floral bouquet presented to the student in class on behalf of the oh. boyfriend in, back in Chile. Yeah. And just lovely. one more thing I must mention today because my wonderful producer Liz has just kindly um, reminded me that it's her half birthday today. Oh, half birthday. Okay. Uh, and and Liz is the one person in New Zealand that celebrates her half birthday. <laughs> Does anybody else uh, celebrate well, I want to know what it is. What is it? I might have one too. Well, it, well, halfway to the halfway to your, halfway, halfway, halfway. Ooh, halfway. Yeah. Oh, I'm over that. No, I'm yeah. over halfway. No. Now. So, do yeah. you celebrate a half birthday? Time for I've been thinking. Julia Hartley Moore, take it away. Okay, I've been thinking about dogs with arthritis because my cavoodle, who's twelve, has suffered from arthritis for about three or four years. But there's a game changer on the market. Now, I didn't really believe this when the vet said, you know, why don't you try this? It's really new. It's called Berensa, B-E-R-A-N-S-A. 
And honestly, six days after she was given the injection, she was like a five-year-old dog. Up until that point, she couldn't go to the park. She couldn't play around with her siblings. And now she's like a happy young dog. You've got to have the jab once every four weeks, but it's an absolute game changer. And I asked the vet, when can I come in for my jab? <sighs> Very good. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear it because there's nothing worse than seeing your pet in pain. Thanks uh, for that, Julia. Uh, right, James Elliott, I've been thinking. It's sort of a bit like the polit- political discussion we're having earlier about the campaign. I've been thinking about what kind of voter I am, or people are. So the early bird voter, you've already made up your mind weeks ago, months ago, perhaps years ago. Or are you the malleable voter? Can you be persuaded by the campaign? Do you pay attention? Or are you the boother and you make up your mind in the booth? But I have also noted that the election's on Saturday the 14th preceded by Friday the 13th. So perhaps not a good idea for, to be making up your decision on the Friday the 13th. But I've been all three, I think, in my in my life. I've been a boother, I've been a malleable voter, and good I've been, point. A, been an early bird, but maybe cha- people are changing for this election. Yeah, I, I've, I've in the past, I've been a boother quite a bit. I don't know, but then I get in there and I've got my, is it, is it a red pen? It's often, or is it a green pen or whatever it is? Um, maybe it's a purple pen. But... I've often actually made my mind on the spot. Do you get Booth's remorse? <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's a thing. I believe it's a thing. So interesting. Are you a Boother? Yeah, fascinating. Um, all right. Oh, gosh. I used to work for a great company that gave everyone an extra paid holiday each year on your birthday. Um, I work for a prominent coffee roastery, and the company pays for birthday cake for everyone on their birthday. Al's son has always had a half birthday on June 27, so he could have a party no. with his primary age friends. December 27 was hopeless, plus getting one big present instead of having his own special day. Ah, oh, wonderful. And my 12-year-old Spaniel is on the same new wonder injection. The panel. <laughs> 